0: On the Newman Jets Audio Network, this is the JetCast, the official podcast of Newman University Athletics, featuring exclusive interviews with coaches, players, administrators, and more. The JetCast podcast is brought to you by South Central Ceiling and Paving, online at scsealing.com. Mel Hambledon Ford. Pepsi, Allstate Insurance Agent Mike Light, Eck Agency, Donlinger Construction, Big Corner Creative, Dr. Brennan Lucas and Advanced Orthopedic Associates, Keystone Solid Surfaces, and by Overland Charters, the official transportation provider of Newman University Athletics. Here's the voice of the Newman Jets, Blake Kreps.
1: With fall sports postponed, we're getting a jump on winter sports. The next competition's on the Newman Jets athletic schedule. This week, we're talking men's basketball. So welcome back to week two of the Jetcast. This is episode number 16. We'll be talking men's basketball today. Joining me in a few minutes will be DeAndre Johnson, returning from an injury this year for the Jets, and also associate athletic director for external operations, Zane Ealing couple of things to note before we get started as you know we are now on youtube those of you listening on the audio network you can find that newman jets.com hover over the fan zone and then click newman jets youtube if you'd like to watch the show they'll still be on all of the normal podcasting type of uh, streams that we're on spotify TuneIn, and apple podcast and also if you're watching the youtube you can see that we're wearing a mask but for those of you listening you can't so that's the reason some of the audio may be a little bit muffled, but, you know, we got to do what we've got to do in this pandemic era. So we will begin today, though, with the head coach of Newman men's basketball. The Jets went 9-19 last year, 3-16 in the MIAA, and I am pleased to be joined by the 2018 Heartland Conference Coach of the Year, RJ Allen, Coach, uh, welcome to the show, the uh, 2.0 of the JetCast here. Um, this 2020, you hit the postseason, and uh, boy, this has just turned into a to an awful year after you guys stopped playing basketball. Uh, first and foremost, how's you? How's your family? And and, and how are you guys staying safe in this kind of new reality we find ourselves in? You
2: know, we're doing well. We are uh, you know, trying to adjust like you said to a, to a new reality. Uh taking all the necessary precautions as everyone else, uh, you know, wearing masks and, <laughs> and uh trying to sanitize our hands every every 30 minutes it's Yeah. so. Uh but, you know, we're here and and uh, fortunate enough to to be back for another school year in person which we're excited about and and to have these guys back on campus is is something that um, you know, we don't take lightly now.
1: Well, uh, talking with Haley last week, she says one of the challenges was being around family so much. Albert's household kind of big. You've got a couple of boys in the Allen household. How is that kind of <laughs> being stuck with them and the wife for a few months while everything was really locked down? I'm still married. So. <laughs> <laughs>
2: um, you know, being I, I can't remember ever being at home that much in, in a long time, just, you know, being kind of quarantined and having all four of us under one roof and just kind of hanging out. But, you know, it's precious time. It's, you know, you kind of you, – you miss those – you miss a lot of that as, as a coach of, of – on the road and recruiting in the spring, like we do, there's a lot of times where we we miss having the opportunity to be, be with family and just kind of hang out and enjoy. So I I did enjoy that part of it, of just being, being with my family and, and, and uh, you know, just trying to be creative to keep the kids uh, keep them (laughs) active and, and not, burn down the house I
1: guess. How much did that help having the wife and the kids around how much did that help dealing with just the isolation and the separation which is something that you know I've never had to deal with before in in that way and I'm sure probably different for you as well.
2: Yeah tremendously that was huge uh, for us as a family to kind of lean on one another and and to be there for each other and and to help with that isolation you are you're isolated and and for us you know we 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 watched a lot of movies, um, you know. Spend a lot of time together. Um, try to keep our kids, you know, up to date and and motivated, you know, to finish out the school year when when we first went into quarantine. And uh, but but it you know to have a support system there with you is um, you know for me it was extremely helpful to get us through that 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 t- tough time.
1: Well, did you pick up any new hobbies or skills during the quarantine? Yeah, no, I, I, I can't say, I can't
2: say I did, um, you know, so just, uh, just reading, you know, got through a couple books, which are sure. always great. Um, you know, and just, uh, Watch some television caught, caught up with some series sure, on Netflix, sure. which i haven't done in forever i felt like you know <laughs> any, any
1: suggestions for the reading list for for the listeners out oh, there man
2: there's uh read a read a good one why the best are the best by kevin eastman was probably my favorite one thus far and then there was uh another one um that i've just finished up was um um, it's called sprawl ball. Just a uh, new era of, of of basketball. Kind of basketball junkie guy. Just it's intriguing to me. Just to. to you know, kind of learn how others stink and view the bas- the game of basketball, which was which was kind of intriguing. So I,
1: I also noticed you picked up a new hairstyle, which I, you can't <laughs> see because the mask covers it. But uh, going with the bearded look, yeah. I, I, did, did, did this get? Did you have to get pre approval from the wife for this, or how's that going?
2: I tell you what, when we first went when we first went into quarantine, I had I had my hair growing as well. And so people who know me know that it grows on the sides. Not so I've much never seen you with hair on the top since
1: I've been
2: here. So uh, it, and it actually got kind of long in the beard so I, I looked like I was a caveman to be honest <laughs> with you. And uh, you know I, I told my wife I said you know what I think I'm going to try to let this grow out until until we we get officially out of quarantine. So she said you know you're, you're going to look crazy but go, go ahead. So I did it, and uh, we ended up taking a liking to the beard. So the beard got to stay. And, sure. And, um, you know, it's it's uh, a it's,
1: little gray, but it, it adds a look of <laughs> an aura of distinguish. Yeah, you yeah know, it's, a, it's a lot you of You look gray. distinguished. <laughs> it's, a, it's okay. Um, you know, normally there would be plenty of basketball stuff to work on. Um, I know Coach Potter kind of instilled in you a love of film and watching tape. Did you watch a lot of tape in quarantine? Was it mainly just – um, just reading, reading those books. How, how did you work on basketball being isolated from the court and from the players? I did. I did. I watched a lot. Um,
2: like, you, like you said, I just, I'm a junkie. Uh, I just, I love the game. I want to try to, to learn as much as I can. So there were, um, you know, a lot of Zooms. Uh, I think one of the unique things about the quarantine session was, you know, in a lot of different ways, um, through the use of Zoom, uh, able to connect with a lot of different coaches that I probably wouldn't have Mm. without that opportunity. So I've been in countless, you know, webinars and Zooms with, uh, you know, other coaches and other guys from, you know, professional basketball, college basketball, high school basketball, youth basketball, just, you know, bouncing ideas off one another, um, talking experiences, uh, talking strategies, the whole nine. So, you know, to me, that was a, a a a huge positive um, for us you're not able to physically be with the guys or work out with the guys or to travel and go recruit but yet and still you know there's a community of coaches that can come together and and share ideas and and uh, you know still connect through a pandemic which was which was a positive for me
1: we're talking with coach R.J. Allen men's basketball coach here at Newman how challenging was it And how important was it for you and the other coaches to try to keep that connection with your players, even being physically distanced from them during that time, which which had to be difficult for those young men as well?
2: Absolutely. It was difficult for all of us. Um, You know, you you kind of you come together and and you spend so much time with these young men and and they, they are. We're like a family. They're like a part of. Your family, your extended family, so to to kind of have that abruptly just come to an end, and you have to go your own separate ways and 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 be on lockdown was difficult and you know what we did um you know into the spring. We were able to finish up our class probably earlier than we we've ever been able to do um, since I've been here is just uh, we did a lot of zoom. We did a lot of zoom. We zoomed once a week, um, you know, with our newcomers and our returners. And, you know, just I thought that was a good starting point for us. One, um, in a lot of different ways, it was just therapeutic to see everybody's faces, Mm -hmm. just to see these guys see you know smiles on their faces and 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 a little bit of excitement and joy in their eyes when when they were able to connect with their buddies and 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 we were able to talk um but at the same time we were able to kind of talk basketball and and you know expectations and things like that well before they came to campus and try to build some of those connections and relationships through the summer uh through those Zoom sessions uh was 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 a unique experience but but again it was something that we kind of tried to take a negative and turn into a positive
1: well and then there have been so many difficult situations in 2020 starting you know in january really and 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 it's been continuing you can follow coach ron uh, rj allen on twitter at coach r underscore allen and following uh the really difficult week when, when George Floyd was killed. You had this to say on Twitter, and I wanted to ask you about it. I'm paraphrasing here. Um, I'm trying to not take anything out of context. But he said, the last week, my emotions have been all over the place. I felt anger, sadness, and fear. As the father of two black sons and the coach of many black college-age men, I constantly worry about the society they will continue to grow up in. And you went on to mention that you are going to have some conversations with your team about how they were feeling and about you know what they were thinking what their feelings were about all of the things that were going on and the uncomfortable truth in this country that um a lot of the there is a disparate percentage of men who are unarmed killed by police and they are black how did you go about having that conversation you know because it's so it's about so much more than just basketball but You know, when you sign up to be a coach at this level, you kind of are a father figure to these guys. How did you go about trying to have that difficult conversation with your team?
2: Those conversations are are still ongoing. Um, You know, I I go back to June when we first had our our initial Zoom conversation. And, And to me, at that point in time, it was just more so to get a reaction on how they're doing. You know, where where are they at mentally? What's their mindset, their their state of mind, their mind frame? And, you know, it was powerful. There were good, good conversations. And, you know, for a a group of guys to relative majority of them being new, um, you know, we were probably on that Zoom for close to an hour um wow. just just having those type of conversations and the experiences that they've had and and their emotions at that point in time and uh you know we we just we met last week again um you know some of the things that we're doing uh you know we're continuing to have that conversation um but we're trying to take it a step further where it's just not a conversation um I can I, I'll be the first to say it here we were going to announce it on twitter um uh, but we have 100 percent voter registration on the men's basketball team. that's amazing you know and a lot of these guys are uh you know pretty much all of them this is the first time they they ever are going to have an opportunity uh to vote sure um you know so that their their voices can be heard um you know and that you know, every every vote counts. And, and those are some of the conversations that we've had. Um, we've uh, we've started an initiative with the U.S.D. 259 public schools, uh, men's basketball program. It's called Involved, where we are vote, a virtual mentorship program with the uh, Mueller Elementary Mayberry Middle School or some of the the schools that our our young men are going to be working with to try to continue to to cast a positive light on you know some of their experiences and what they 're doing to try to help encourage uh, you know the the next kid coming up and, and to try to be a positive role model um, you know to, to 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 keep kids encouraged to to keep them wanting to do more and wanting to do better. So those are some of the things that, that we've started um, and that we're going to continue to push and we're going to continue to work with and, and continue to have conversations. We have a um, Officer Watson coming in at the end of the week on Friday, hopefully, <laughs> hopefully to come <laughs> right. in and, and address our team because you know from w- w- Wichita Police. Yep, yeah, Wichita Police. Uh, you know we want to we we want to we want to educate. We want to have those conversations. We want to have those discussions. Um, you know to to, to 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 educate, to inform, to empower. Um, that's important to me. That's 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 something that I don't take lightly. That's something that. Um, you know, we want to continue to push and we want to continue to make sure that that our young men, um, you know, feel like they're informed and and that they have a voice as well.
1: Well, it definitely hits a lot of what I've been doing, and I'll give a plug to my uh, other employers, at the Sedgwick County Election Office. If you'd like any information on voting, you can go to SedgwickCounty.org/slash-elections. We've got a lot on that website for you. If you are interested in working the polls, being a board worker, or voting on election day, SedgwickCounty.org/slash-elections. So, uh, shout out to you, Commissioner Tabitha Layman. You'll appreciate that. Uh, you also mentioned in that post that you've got several players working in law enforcement and so you saw that side of it as well being afraid of their safety and i remember talking to uh to anthony harvey jr who just graduated and he said that that was his plan to go into criminal justice and and maybe become a police officer I wasn't quite sure what he wanted to do there but you know have you heard from any of those guys yeah. who who are now in law enforcement or yeah. criminal justice and what have those conversations been like
2: you know i have two former players who, who both work in law enforcement uh one being anthony harvey he's just accepted into the police academy in lawrence oh great um, awesome we're we're super proud of him and and just so proud of, of what what he's done and what he's accomplished and, and actually spoke to him probably about two weeks ago but i remember he i got the phone call when he officially got accepted into the academy and you know just his appreciation and gratitude for what the program had taught him. You know, he said he didn't always see it at the time, but now he's so thankful for the lessons that he's learned and, and felt like that paid off, you know, for him to 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 get that accomplishment and, and to start that next chapter in his career. And, and to me, like, I'm, I'm so proud of him. I'm so proud of him. Um, but yet, no, I, I I'm fearful because I know he has an extremely tough job. Sure, absolutely. Know? And we talk about family, like – you know i'm i'm somewhat protective of these guys because i i i feel like you know for 4 years 2 years 1 year however long you know i'm responsible for them sure. while they're under my watch so you you kind of gain that that attachment uh when when you develop those relationships with them so you know i understand how tough a job that that they have and and i have another former player who's a minister works for the Minnesota state highway patrol Oh, and, the, the, and, at your last stop at Concordia St. Sure. Paul, Chris Hamblin. And, he, and he's a tremendous young man and he is doing great things for his community, doing great things for the community and working his tail off. And, and, uh, you know, I'm so proud of those guys. I'm proud of their accomplishments and what they've been able to do. And, and, and I know they have extremely difficult jobs and, and I do, I worry about those guys because they are their family, you sure. know, they're, they're they're important to us and they're special to me so you know there's it's it's and and that's what we we're trying to continue to do is is bridge that gap and 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 to eliminate any you know fears or 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 misconceptions of of one side or or another and and continue to try to bring people together um you know because for the most part everybody wants they want they want peace they want love absolutely success
1: in life well you speak of family ron allen was actually on sports radio here a few months ago talking about these issues about his transition going to wichita southeast and i believe he said he was the first ever black player to start on the varsity at wichita southeast and some of his trials and tribulations i thought his message was really powerful. Did you know that? I had no idea. I knew a lot about the coaching accolades and Wichita East. I did not know about him being in that situation when they were... You know, Wichita schools were getting in into integration, uh, and and boy, obviously, if you remove you know black players from Wichita Southeast, well, you're taking a lot of the all timers away from Southeast at, at that point. Now, looking back, sure, there's
2: always you know a tidbit here and there that he'll throw out there that I had no clue um, about. You know, we we actually had a conversation um, about a week ago when, when we all heard the the. There were two legendary coaches that kind of passed, you know, within days of each other, Lute Olson and John Thompson. Yeah. And um, so we, we were having a conversation and, and he also had mentioned, you know, he played at the University of Arizona and uh, his his coach, Fred Snowden, was the first African-American uh, black division one head coach that he played for. So I didn't I didn't know about Southeast of him being the first African American player, but but he talks a lot about playing for the first Division One black head coach and Fred Fred Snowden.
1: Well, uh, obviously this is a time that you want to bring the team together through these difficult circumstances with everything going on and probably no better way than the annual R.J. Allen Wichita Invitational Scavenger Hunt. <laughs> so who won and, and where would you come up with this idea because this isn't the first time you've done this. No, we, we, we try to do it yearly. Uh, it's, just a, it's, a, it's a great
2: opportunity for guys to kind of get together. Um, our thought process as a staff is just – you know, to, to get the guys together on the weekends uh, when we don't necessarily have workouts or, sure. or practice. Um, we try to find th- days that, that work and we get the guys together and we just kind of, you know, fellowship and get together and, and just kind of hang out. And so we we – put together, piece together. I'm not the only one that does it, but they piece together a scavenger hunt, uh, get the guys off campus, allow them to kind of navigate the city of Wichita, which we are so lucky to be in, and, uh, you know, try to try to have a little fun on the
1: weekends. Who, who won that? <laughs> was there anything on the line for that? Normally it's just some gear, uh-huh. uh, and that keeps those guys pretty motivated. Sure.
2: So we, we, we'll we throw some t-shirts. We've done jackets in the past. Sure. And, uh, they, they, they team up. Uh, this year was a little different as we got to kind of be a little bit bit more strategic in our in our groups right um you know i we felt like they 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 had fun and i i think it's uh our, our big guys won oh big the big yeah, guys won. Yeah. okay so
1: very uh, nice yeah um uh, time for your question chain question so uh if you watch the women's show you know how this works listeners you already know how this works but the way this is going to work is i'm going to ask you a question that you want my next guest deandre johnson to answer and then at the end of his interview, he's going to give me a question that I'm going to ask the next player. Um, so I'm going to wait until I know what that player is. But he's going to get the chance to ask the next question and uh, just be forewarned that this will eventually make it back around to you. Okay. You're going to have to answer somebody else's question. So what do you what question do you want me to ask DeAndre Johnson? Hmm. And this could be the only rule is it has to be a question and an answer that you can say in front of your grandma. Now <laughs> if she, if she blushes, that's okay. But if you're not comfortable saying it in front of grandma, then I would suggest that you go into another question.
2: I, I tell you what, Deandre and I, we, we actually have something in common. We're kind of foodies. So okay.
1: we, we, we tend to,
2: to go out. So I, I want to know what, what is his favorite restaurant here? In All
1: Michigan. right. So Very I'm good. Sure. Great question. Uh, we'll, we'll get you out of here on this. Uh, um, two questions. First of all, how great is it to have this guy back on campus after boy he really started on a tear. I know you wish he had him last year, but uh how good is it to have him back in Wichita and have him back kind of within the circle?
2: Man, tremendous. Uh I can't I can't say enough good things about DeAndre. You know, he's he's was was here when this thing when, when we took over and mm-hmm. and um, you know just to see him kind of grow and develop as a young player and then to have that that year cut short in the way it did um, you know was was gut wrenching but to having back on campus uh, you know he looks great he has a fire in his eye I can see the eagerness in, in him and and just the positivity in in his voice is is has been tremendous to have him around and and then he just. You know his aura and his leadership abilities. That's probably been one of the greatest things to kind of see evolve and develop. Is you know here's a, here's a kid that came in as a freshman and didn't know very much and had some some tough days or <laughs> He on did, in he did. Career. But to see him kind of evolve into the player that he is right now and some leadership qualities that that he possesses is, has been has been great. And and I'm just I'm I'm so happy and thankful to have him back. And uh, I look forward for him to continue to to grow and and to be even better than he was when he got hurt.
1: Last one for you. How have you been addressing player concerns regarding whether or not you're going to play? And obviously, you don't have the answer to that question, and I don't, and I'd I'd love to know who does. But how have you been addressing that with the team of whether or not or when they're going to play and and how you prepare for that? It's
2: been tough. Um,
1: You know, these
2: kids want to play. They want to play. They need to play they need to play and um you know so we're preparing as normal sure we're preparing you know as if the season's going to tip off uh here in november so that's kind of been our, our mindset and our thought process and and uh you know doing everything we can to take the necessary precautions to make sure that happens uh like i said i i I'm a strong believer that these, you know, we, we want basketball this year. We need basketball this year. So we want to get these guys back on the floor. That young man wants to get back on the floor, um, you know. So we're just – we're planning to go as normal. We're sure. We're not, you know, not changing. And And if we, you know, come – upon a time where we have to make adjustments, we'll make adjustments, you know, in that appropriate time. But right now we're, we're going to continue on as normal and, and prepare and, and uh, you know, just hope for the best.
1: R.J. Allen, you know the mantra, one game at a time and not changing. Coach, <laughs> appreciate your time. Thank you so much. Thanks, Blake. When we come back, DeAndre Johnson will join us as we continue the Jetcast.
2: Fact is, every insurance company hopes you drive safely. That Allstate actually helps you drive safely with DriveWise. It lets you know when you go too fast and brake too hard. With feedback to help you drive safer, giving you the power to actually lower your cost.
3: Unfortunately, you can't do anything about that. Now that you know the truth, are you in good hands? Check out your Allstate agent here in Wichita, Mike Light, at 316-684-0121. Hi
0: friends, Phil Nightingale, General Manager at Mel Hamilton Ford. Have you been thinking about a new SUV? Right now is a great time to buy a new Ford at the big one of 119th and West Gallo. EcoSport, Escape, Edge, Explore, Expedition. Mel Ford is sure to have the right vehicle to fit your size. And you know you can count on us with this great selection to find the right SUV at the best price to fit your budget. Check us out online or in person. Let us make your purchase easy with pickup and delivery right from your home or work. Mel Hamilton Ford, experience the difference.
1: Back on episode 16 of the JetCast, and we are talking men's basketball this week. Welcome back to the program, and now we're joined by DeAndre Johnson. If you missed him last year, it wasn't necessarily your fault. He only got to play in three games, but in those three games, he was averaging 15 points and 10 rebounds, six points and six rebounds per game. Team leader in blocks his last full season back in 2018-2019 from Austin, Texas. DeAndre Johnson joining me. DeAndre, it is great to see you back in Wichita. Thanks so much.
4: Yeah, it's great to be here, man.
1: Well, how have you been dealing with this whole weird pandemic situation we find ourselves in?
4: Uh pretty much just everybody else, so social distancing. Um, it's been crazy. Like, pretty much wearing a mask every day. Is, <laughs> yeah. There's like the new norm wearing a mask in class. Uh everything is pretty much is, is different. Uh like when you go to eat, like everything's spread out. It's not like you, can, like you can just walk like you used to be, you know, just walk anywhere and do everything. Everything is like much more precaution, pretty much, I would say.
1: Well, What's been the toughest part about the, the separation that you had when you got injured last year? You made a couple of trips, but ended up going back to Texas to have your surgery done, which went well. Mm-hmm. And obviously rehab, as Coach Allen said, is, has gone well. But what was the most difficult part about being away from class, from school, and, and from your teammates for that extended period of time?
4: Um, I would say just be being away from my teammates. Because when I had surgery, um, I couldn't walk for like seven weeks. I couldn't even put pressure on my leg for mm. seven weeks. So I was pretty much in a bed all day. And I felt like uh, if I would have been at school around my teammates – stuff like that, I would have been around love. And, uh, I mean, I was around love with my parents, but like, I would have had a lot more people around to interact with. When I was at home, I really didn't have anybody to interact with. So I would say definitely my teammates and just being around my team.
1: First sure. three games last year, boy, you were absolutely on fire, uh, playing at such a high level. How did it feel to come out of the gate last season and, and be playing that well?
4: Uh, it felt really good. Uh, it felt like everything. It felt like everything slowed down. Like the game got slower, and it felt like I can just do pretty much everything. I, anything that I wanted to do. Really, um, it felt like everything was coming together. Everything I worked on was coming together, and I was really excited actually. So uh, I was really hurt when I got uh, when I got hurt.
1: I mean, uh, how how did you try to? Uh, is there any way you can stay positive? When something like that, I mean, obviously you can't fall into, I guess, despair. Mm -hmm. But obviously, that it's such a difficult hurdle to overcome. How did you do it?
4: Um, My parents really helped me a lot with that, because there was a like when I first got hurt, I was down. Uh, Oh yeah. Because when I got when I got hurt at first, we really didn't know what it was until I got went to go get the MRI, and and Cam texted me. He was like, "Yeah, you got to get on crutches and everything," and I was like, "Oh man," that's when I knew I was like. I just when I really got down, so um when I went home and had like a consultation with the doctor and stuff like that, and uh they was just telling me the process, so my parents really just helped me uh just keep a positive mind and know like whenever I get back, you know I'll be ten times better when I get back, so that's really what kept me going, just knowing whenever I get back, then it's just all all work like. Well, it,
1: it was an ACL injury, correct?
4: No, nah, it was um uh, it was a uh, I broke uh, cartilage. Off oh, the, that's right. It yeah, was cartilage. Cartilage break.
1: Well, so some sadly, boy, you guys on the basketball team have had your more than your fair share of knee injuries. Knee injuries yeah. uh, it, Jacob Birnbaum is an expert. It, did you talk to him? <laughs> and well, yeah. what did he tell you about trying to come back from a knee injury?
4: Yeah, I talked to uh, JB a lot. He was basically just telling me, uh, whenever I get back, just. Just uh keep a positive mindset because when I get back, I'm not gonna be hundred percent off as soon as I get back like it's just a work something I gotta work towards, so I' just been living by those words, just trying to take keep patience and uh and just going every day and working as hard as I can.
1: How tough was the rehab?
4: It was pretty tough um when I first started rehab uh it felt like I couldn't do anything like <laughs> <laughs> it was crazy, uh but as I kept going and it kept feeling a little better. It's, it started started to get better
1: well so it's been let's see what did that happen it's been almost a year mm-hmm. like about 10 months because it happened right there in the first november. two weeks yeah it yeah. was in november physically how do you feel right now today
4: physically i feel great actually um i feel like i'm not 100 percent um i'm probably about I say 80 to 85%. 85 okay. Mm-hmm. But physically I feel great. Uh I feel I don't have no pain or whatsoever so I'm feeling good right now. <laughs> <laughs>
1: hey, we we'd like to see you play this year obviously. Yeah. So mentally as you've uh, as you approach this season that's coming up as of today you're starting November 19th. Actually I think that's been pushed back to November 18th is the new schedule now. It's mm-hmm. it'll be a Wednesday open against Pittsburgh State. Mm-hmm. Um obviously and i know this from talking to faith who had a similar knee injury um at the end of the heartland conference tournament a couple of years ago and she always wanted she always talked about what you want to come back you want to be a hundred percent right out of the gate mm-hmm. um, but it doesn't always work that way maybe it will for you but maybe it won't yeah. how do you adjust mentally your expectations for yourself if your knee isn't quite ready how do you how do you adjust
4: um, I would say like, um, if it isn't quite ready, I would just take mental notes. Like if I, in a, if I'm in a game or something like that and I feel something that's off or something, like just take a mental note and just try to use, uh, the trainers as much as I can, like to help me get to where I was, uh, cause they've been great so far. They're helping me a lot and really just, just trying to keep them on my back and trying to do everything I can just to, uh, to get back to 100%.
1: We're talking with DeAndre Johnson. He is going to be a redshirt junior on this Newman men's basketball team, set to open up the season November 18th. A lot of new faces on this year's team. How is this team coming together so far?
4: It's coming together real well, actually. Uh, like Coach said before, um, when we was in the summer, we had uh, the Zoom, the Zoom calls, and that was pretty cool, actually. Um, when, I first, when we first started doing them, uh, getting to know everybody, You know, getting to know where they were from, what school they attended, uh, how they really are, like, just talking to them one-on-one. And once we got to campus, campus, it's like we just picked up right where we left off. So it's like basically I've been knowing them for a minute. And we got here, and it's like we already, um, you know, cool. We already just close like this. So. It was pretty good. Uh, I like everybody on the team. Everybody's... It's an
1: interesting group this year. You've got several players, all races, all different backgrounds. And, mm-hmm. and actually this year from multiple continents, you've got a South American on the team. You've mm-hmm. got obviously people from North America, but not from the United States, some Canadians mm-hmm. and a couple of Europeans as well. So it's a very diverse group. Yeah, it is. <laughs> How have these protests and civil rights obviously been a big topic of conversation in this country among the pandemic. Um, and Coach Allen mentioned that he had talked to you guys. I'm sure those were difficult conversations to have. But mm-hmm. as a young black man yourself, how have you kind of processed everything that's been going on these
4: last two or
1: three months in this country?
4: Mm-hmm. Um, basically, uh, I just try to stay educated as much as I can, like do as much research. Uh, just try not to go by what everybody says or what the media says because a lot of information can be – a lot of wrong information can be passed around. So, if anything, I just try to stay as much as uh, educated as I, as I can on every well, on that, situation.
1: You kind of took the next question right off my page. I, there's a lot of people telling, not just you specifically, but everyone, you know, what to do or not to do or how you should or should not feel. Mm-hmm. How do you use that research that you do to kind of gain your own perspective and figure out what DeAndre thinks mm-hmm. about, you know – life in the world
4: yeah basically i just try to form my own opinion about things uh i try to just stay in my own lane a lot um i don't really if somebody will tell me something i go back and then look and try to form my opinion i wouldn't really necessarily like just call someone out or something i just you know just stay mellow and um i'm not really like a uh what do you, what do you say I, i'm not really like a person at a be on the front about everything, Sure, I just try to just stay in the back, do my own research, form my own opinion, and and just, you know, uh, stay low. Well,
1: the, Coach Allen has said, you know, and, and you were a little bit, you know, when you came in as a freshman, mm-hmm. um, I don't know if I necessarily want to call say that you were timid, but you were maybe a bit unsure. Yeah, I was. And, <laughs> and you know, I remember – I still remember – that Northwestern Oklahoma State game on the road Mm -hmm. you guys didn't win but you were a player that I didn't recognize Mm -hmm. it came out I think you had about I think of your first four field goals I think three of them were dunks Mm -hmm. and I think one of them was right in somebody's face you Mm -hmm. were getting rebounds and coach Allen talked about how you know you're not a guy that's in the background anymore you're starting to develop leadership Mm -hmm. what's that process been like kind of transitioning as you need to you know Mm -hmm. from being an underclassman and now you're an upperclassman been in the program for three four years so Mm -hmm. you're expected to be a leader now
4: it's basically a role that I've kind of grown to Um, it's a mindset that I had to change because when I was a freshman I was uh, a little timid I didn't really want to say a lot and uh, as the years went on uh, I just had to change my mindset and I just had to keep telling myself like I got to speak up more sometimes like uh I just got to be and ex- a, a good example for mm-hmm. cuz I know as a freshman they look up to us like when like I did when I was a freshman I looked up to the juniors and seniors so now I, the role that I uh that I am now I know I have to set a good example for everybody for the freshmen looking up to me cuz whatever I do they follow behind me so uh it's basically just a mindset that I have to change basically
1: well well, we're we're hoping that they're going to be following you (laughs) in a basketball season coming up uh time for your question chain question rj allen got to pick the first question so when we get the next men's basketball player i'll get in touch with coach allen and you'll get to ask that player a question Mm -hmm. your question is what is your favorite restaurant coach rj said you're a bit of a foodie here Mm -hmm. which which (laughs) i am as well if you can't tell Uh, what's your favorite
4: restaurant here in wichita Actually I'm a big I'm a big pizza fan so I would say Old Chicago. Old Chicago is the first uh this is the first time I had it when I came down here. Oh um, okay. I went on it um on my visit when I we, they took me to Old Chicago and I just loved it cuz that was <laughs> the first That was the first time I had it and they had the good deep dish pieces. The so, Chicago style? Yeah. yeah. That
1: might I don't know. maybe there's another place but I mean, that's the only place I could think of mm, for Chicago. Yeah, yeah. It a, was, Old Chicago, a, you're a fan. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> All right. Well, final question for you. Uh, a successful season. Obviously, you guys came off of a 3-16 and season. Mm-hmm. A little bit different for you. Uh, 3-16 and in the MIAA, I should mm-hmm. say. A little different for you because you didn't get to, a chance to really play for any of the MIAA conference games. What would you define a successful season as this year? It doesn't necessarily have to be a win total or a place in the standings, but how are you going to judge your season and the team's season in terms of whether or not it's a, a success?
4: Uh, I would say just going out every single game, leaving it all on the floor. Uh, just going out every single game, playing like it's your last game, because I know that's what I'm going to do every game. I just want to be the best team that we can be um, collectively, come together, uh, being able to call these guys brothers for real, uh, just being together Our togetherness, I would say, will judge uh, being a successful uh, season, not just wins and losses, just how together we are.
1: DeAndre Johnson, a redshirt junior forward, will be starting on the interior. You guys won the scavenger hunt, right? Uh, I, di- I wasn't part
4: of the uh, you were group. You weren't on the big guys, guys team? N- uh,
1: not that group. Oh, uh, man. man. I haven't won it since I've been here. <laughs> well, got yeah, one, one more shot. One more shot. One more yeah. shot. Hey, looking forward to seeing you play this season. Yeah, I can't wait to play. Boy. Thank yeah. you so much. When we come back, we've got Associate Athletic Director for External Operations, Zane Ealing, when we wrap up the Jetcast after this.
3: Thank you to Don Lear Construction, proud supporter of Newman Athletics. Where can you land the
0: best Jet swag? The official online store of Newman University Athletics, and The store features the greatest variety of Jets logo gear anywhere, from latest clothing styles and hats to Newman-branded lawn chairs and office supplies and more. and is your place to purchase sports-specific alumni, parents, and hard-to-find Newman merchandise. Shop right now on your computer or phone. and or click the Shop Now button at NewmanJets.com.
1: Wrapping up the second episode of our second season of the JetCast, and we'll be back next week. Just a quick preview, going to our traditional fall sports next week. So kind of transitioning away, the kind of the sports that we should be talking about this time of the year. We're going to start going through them. Don't worry, we'll double back around to the winter sports as well. We're going to get wrestling on. They're going to be coming up. So all the sports will have their time on the JetCast here over the next couple of weeks. But we're going back to the athletic department for this interview, one of the masterminds of everything that you see here. And uh, he's the... Now, the Associate Athletic Director for External Operations, longtime baseball coach here at Newman, Coach Zane Ealing is on the Jetcast 2.0 for the first time, coach. Uh how do you like the setup here? We've got the graphics, we've got the the camera. Uh you you've really kind of transformed this thing in in season 2.
3: Yeah, I mean, we got a little extra time on our hands, so <laughs> Yeah. It gives us some time to experiment with some things, try to improve things and See kind of where it takes us. Well,
1: external operations can mean a lot of different things, and it does at a lot of different schools. What would you say your primary role is in external operations?
3: Um, a little bit of everything, I would say, um, from internal and external. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, yeah, doing doing stuff just to try to promote our, our uh, athletic department, and, and then you have the fundraising side, which is takes up a lot of time, which um, is, is very enjoyable to, um, you know, build relationships with – you know different people that love Newman too I mean that's that's uh probably the best part of my job at least
1: well how bad did the coaching bug hit, hit you last year around January February that was the first time that you had kind of been without that coaching grind the preseason workouts and obviously we know the season did get cut short but how bad how bad did you get hit with that coaching bug last year I
3: mean to be quite honest I I didn't really notice it that much because we were so busy with basketball season, wrapping up basketball season, and then getting to uh, baseball season, and it was still cold. And, of course, you're not (laughs) going to miss it when it's cold. Um, You know, really when it really hit me was when the pandemic started and we were at home. And, um, you know, obviously we took took advantage of that time at home with my family. But um, just to see the spring from home – was much different than what I've been used to my entire right. life. And, uh, you know, that's when it really kind of hit me how much um, I miss baseball and stuff like that. So um, it was really when we were at home, when we were all at home, that it really hit me because um, just realizing, you know, that's where I would have been, um, you know, in the past. And, and it was so much different with being at home. Um, that's when it really kind of hit me.
1: How much have you been able to keep in touch with old players?
3: Um, quite a bit. I mean, even throughout the pandemic, I mean, I spent a lot of time reaching out to old old players and seeing how they're doing. And, um, you know, we're kind of, you know, when you're looking for stuff to do, I mean, you kind (laughs) of venture out and and just see how everybody's doing, especially how things were affecting everybody because it affected everybody so much differently.
1: Well, you guys just made the announcement a few uh, days ago, maybe a week or so ago from when this is showing, but $70,000 raised for student athletes at the Jet Open. In this year and and at the time, you know, quite a bit of an economic uncertainty. Certainly, when you were you know doing the bulk of your fundraising there in, uh, you know, April and May for the Jet Open, uh, there was a lot of uncertainty about a lot of things at that point. But uh, I know Co- uh, Athletic Director Joanna Pryor was very happy. How happy with you were you with how things turned out for the Jet Open this year? Um, the golf went on, but obviously the pre-party had to be scrapped this year because of the the restrictions but how successful of an event was it for you and for for newman university
3: yeah given everything going on i mean i don't i don't think we could have expected to uh, be as ex- successful as it was so um even without the auction doing so well with sponsorships um you just it just goes back to there's a lot of people that want to support us and um, it's it's good to to tap on those things and 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 then you know with with that being said with the the auction being online I think there's a lot of things that we see as a benefit of it being online that maybe we can take advantage of in the future so um, it again I don't I don't think it could have gone better. Um, you know, we had you know our normal amount of teams, and and we, mm-hmm. um, I mean, it just, it just everybody had a good really, time. Really well, yeah, the,
1: A little warm that day. If I don't,
3: it it was, but it was perfect. But it was, day.
1: but in terms of golfing weather, it you couldn't have been much better. No, not at all. Did it help your golf? Did you? Were you able to
3: golf? I did golf. I did uh, not did not it golf help your well. game? No, not at all. No. But, mm. <laughs> and, and, and and yeah, I'm not. I'm not a great golfer. Um, you know, we had a good time, but um yeah I, I it doesn't matter what the weather is it doesn't make me any better
1: <laughs> we're here with zane ealing associate athletic director of external operations we've noticed that i mentioned this last week uh here we've got the new graphics uh for the JetCast. those of you watching on youtube but you'll see in the corner all these local businesses that are now supporting newman university and looking up here a lot of old-time sponsors like keystone solid surfaces and uh south central ceiling and paving Don Donlier construction but a lot quite a few new ones up there as well how, what's it been like going out and, and you mentioned there are so many people that want to support Newman athletics how
3: have you been able to identify them and I
1: know that that's a process that's going on even right now
3: yeah I mean it's just just about asking and building relationships with people so i um, just trying it out trying to go out and find people that have um, a spot for Newman in their heart and and then and then try to Um, see if they want to support us and try to show them all the good parts about supporting us with our student athletes from the financial end and then all the good parts about what we can do for them from the publicity side and um, you know it again it's, it's just all about the relationships and the good people out there
1: well and what's been the biggest challenge of fundraising right now with, you know, the uncertainty because there's certain things that you've promised in these packages and, you know, we've we played ads last week in this show. We're going to be playing more ads and if you'd like to have your ad played in this show, you can go to NewmanJets.com, hover over the give and then go down to Aviator Club. You can join that way. There's a donate button or you can call the office as well. They'd love to talk to you about being a sponsorship and maybe getting up there. I'm still hoping out, I'm still holding that hope for the official potato chip of the Jetcast. Still ho- holding that hope for for that one but uh you know whether games not being played obviously will have an impact on what you've promised these great sponsors that any athletic department i guarantee you all the other athletic departments in the miaa are doing exactly what you're doing how does that affect your ability to fulfill those obligations that you have to them
3: well we just got to be creative and like um, we announced last week that we're going to have an alumni golf tournament as our alumni reunion, and that's
1: coming up here in, the, in about three weeks, right, yep. just after the first of October.
3: Yep. So we'll throw some sponsorship into that. Um, you know, just you know, you just got to be creative and find ways to um, you know make up some of the lost time that we have. But um, I think overall, once we get the plane again, we'll have plenty of opportunities to to get. Get out of their packages, what they paid for.
1: Well, another thing that you have been busy with is welcoming another family member to the Ealing household. Uh, just uh, it was a fifth kid, number five. Number correct? five. That's right. Uh, this a boy or a girl?
3: A little boy. Yeah. So uh, where are we at so far in terms of the count, boys and girls? So we're girl, girl, boy, boy, boy now.
1: Three boys in a row. Yep. Congratulations, uh, uh, Mrs. Ealing is doing well. Very well. Yep. So. Um, are we going for a full baseball team? We have seven so far. Boy, we're almost there.
3: Yeah, I mean, you know, you never know what's in the cards. <laughs> but uh, I think this is probably about done for us. We'll see what happens. We said that last time. So <laughs> I don't know um, if, if that's going to be in the cards for us. But, we'll see uh, if they can figure yep. that out.
1: What's it been like to have the, the new guy around? What's the name?
3: Uh, Archie.
1: Archie? Yep. What's it been like to have him around? Uh,
3: I mean, he's been a great baby. I mean, he's. Um, I'd say you
1: two probably should have this pretty much down to his science at this point, for right? For
3: sure, for sure. Yeah, that's he's he. You know, he's been great. I mean, he sleeps and he eats, and that's about it. So. Well,
1: that, that's probably what he should be doing at this point. <laughs> um, one thing that Coach Ealing also works on—that's not necessarily uh, external operations—but he is also in charge of a lot of the branding. The merchandise, the apparel, the logos, uh, the Newman Jets Audio Network is is kind of him and Collins' thing that he, that he put together. And uh, nujetsgear.com is the website to get all of this official Newman gear. And I understand from talking to you last week that you're planning on kind of totally ripping that up and revamping it here really soon in terms of taking off a lot of the old products and, and putting in new products coming up. How long do you think that's going to take?
3: Um, you know, it really depends on um, them more than anything. I think we're pretty close to being ready. Um, we just, you know, you know, talking to alumni and stuff. We want to give them stuff that they can wear to be proud of. So we are trying to create a look that people can be proud of that they want to wear. And and also, you know, for our student athletes, too.
1: Absolutely. Well, and one of the things that you're seeing in terms of the uniforms, the logo and apparel, is a brand-new Newman mark which you can see proudly displayed on my polo. I wore this on <laughs> purpose today. This is the new Newman University Athletics mark that is going to be appearing more on the website, more in social media. It's already being used a lot more. And this actually debuted on the uh, Newman men's basketball uniforms in a more spread-out version, I believe it was 2017-2018. I don't know if you knew it was a test run at that point, but... Uh, You've kind of shortened up the spacing and uh, made it the primary word mark. Uh, I really like it. How did you come to the decision that this was the right way? Because there's been a lot of Newman word marks over the years. What made this word mark stand out to you and and to Joe?
3: Yeah, I think, you know, me and Colin did a lot of experimenting on what, um, you know, looked good for us and um, just trying to get everybody, um, more uniform across our sports, um, so we could promote ourselves better, um, and and you know just experimenting with different fonts and trying to come up with something, but um, came up with this one that um, you know I think feeds well with our Jets logo, and and you know it's an Adidas font too that feeds well with our sure our apparel. So it came out and it just worked out very naturally.
1: Yeah, it it looks good on the uniform, which uh, boy, I'd love to see. The uh, they were already in the pipeline, so you can't really go back. You've got to get uniforms out, you know, months in advance. So before that was made, boy, I think that those new women's basketball baby blues are going to be wearing as an alternate. Boy, with this wordmark, I think would be fantastic. But you know, maybe in a few years, if they yeah. win some big games in those, those might become a tradition here at Newman. Who knows? Yeah. Uh, how important is it going to be to have? consistency in terms of the logos and the apparel and the word mark which is not something that maybe has been uh at the forefront of decisions in the past for Newman
3: well I think it just it helps you with recruiting it helps you getting recognized out in the community it helps you um, with alumni just across the board It um, it's a big part of the world today so um, we got to get up to speed and make sure that we look good and um, you know, try to help our coaches recruit and all that stuff, and set them up for success.
1: So we'll be seeing uh, some apparel on the on the NU Jets store website with this soon.
3: Very soon, yeah. D- and
1: doesn't doesn't mean you guys aren't necessarily. I mean, obviously, Newman's not phasing out the NU logo. That's mm-hmm. still going to be used at the institution level. Absolutely. Um, you guys are are going to be phasing it out, not maybe eliminating it outright, but uh, phasing it out from athletic apparel here these next few seasons. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Somewhat. Yeah. So uh, next up is your question chain question from Joanna Pryor, athletic director last week. And the next athletic department member that we have on, which I think is going to be Mo. It might be Colin behind the camera here. You get to ask them a question. I'll get in touch with you. But. Joanna Pryor wanted to know, what is your why? Now, I don't know if I'm going to ask it two more times, and maybe she's going to fire me for that, but let's just ask you once, what is your why? She wants to know why you do what you do.
3: Well, the first reason is because she's my boss. <laughs> and, I, and that's, that's a good answer. I do what I'm supposed to do because of her. Um, but really, I mean, it's, it's you know, you listen to RJ today, I mean, um, just a great leader and a and a great representation of our coaching staff and all those guys and and gals up there that coach our student athletes that those are I guess my whys, you know, those are we got a really a lot of good people within our department. Sure. And, you know, just trying to make things better for them and um, get them publicity as much as possible and set them up from a recruiting standpoint as much as possible. All those things is is my why is just because we got such great people here, and you don't want to let any of those people down. And he
1: does take care of them. Took care of me with a new jacket today, by the way, which you might be able to find on the new website. It's nujetsgear.com. And so wait a couple of weeks, they're going to have everything revamped with brand-new options, T-shirts, all that, with the fancy new wordmark, nujetsgear.com. Uh, it's another great way to help out and, and help support Newman University Athletics. Final question. You've accomplished a lot here these last couple of seasons. Uh, obviously, with the fall through of the radio deal, which was at the very last second, you know, we, we were able to cobble together an audio network and build that kind of out of thin air. So you've got that going, you have this going, and you jets gear. We had a new Newman Athletics app, which you can download on Google
3: Play or the App Store. Just search Newman Athletics. Which Colin's setting up some trivia to go out on Is there. he really? Yeah, okay. Oh,
1: yeah. well, there's going to be prizes for that eventually, maybe? Yeah, that's what we're looking at. Okay. Yeah. So download the Newman University the athletics app google play or the app store uh you, you got that done and that's also got live audio from our events when they return they're going to return i just don't know when they will return so you've accomplished a lot what's the next big project for you
3: i think most of it's just refining what we got right now um i think we took on a lot that first year and um, just trying to make sure that we're doing it high quality and improving the quality as we go on So I think that's I think that's the main thing. Um, And then just still continue to try to get more people involved with Newman Athletics.
1: And what would be the best way if someone wants to be a sponsor of the network, get their ads in front of and not only do you get ads when you sponsor the network, you get ads It'll be on the court at Fugate Gymnasium, mm-hmm. out at McCarthy Field, out mm-hmm. at the Newman Soccer, Com- at Wilkins Field, at the Diamond Sports Complex. It'll be signage at the games, public address announcements obviously here. What's the best way if there's a business that thinks, you know what, you know, I remember going to Newman Athletics games as a kid, and, and, and you know, I want to support the Jets. What's the best way for them to go about doing just, that?
3: Just shoot me an email at elingzeed.com at newmanu.edu, which is E-H-L-I-N-G-Z at newmanu.edu. And that's kind of hard spelling sometimes. For people. <laughs> that's okay. But, uh, yeah, just shoot me an email or just give us a call here in the office, whatever, you know, we'll get connected no matter what.
1: Absolutely. So that's uh, all the many ways that you can support Newman University Athletics. And, and as I mentioned, NuJetsGear.com will have the new apparel up here very shortly. Zane Ealing, the Associate Athletic Director for External Operations, wrapping up uh, Episode 2 here on season two of the jetcast thank you so much thanks Blake thank you for watching and listening here today next week we're gonna get into more traditional Fall sports obviously we can't forget about them we'll be talking Newman Jets volleyball next week so until then Blake Kirks saying go Jets